0: Welcome to the Live Exposed podcast. This is the podcast that is designed to help you break free from the fake life you've been living and live in actual freedom, the life you were actually meant to live. We're so glad you tuned in and we hope you enjoy this episode. And if you do love what we're talking about, please hit the subscribe button, follow us. Also, uh, be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family and help them experience the life that they were meant to live. So, Here to help you navigate your path to freedom is the host of the Live Exposed podcast, Mr. Reggie Brock.
1: Well, hello again and welcome to this episode of Live Exposed. I'm your host, Reggie Brock. And as I say every week, and it's because I mean it, I really appreciate you taking time every week to stop and listen to me. Right? I mean... I think what's been exciting for me is you're just not listening, but you're receiving me. And then you're taking the things you're hearing from me, like I did for myself, and starting to apply them to your life. And then it's causing change to occur that you've been yearning for for years, right? And so if that's the accomplishment of this 30-minute stop-down you have with me every week, It's been well worth the 24 weeks I've got invested in this show. Listen, because at the end of the day, there are things in all of us that have kept our progress withheld. I mean, it's just things that's holding us back from really living the lives that are uniquely ours, that we were purposed for, we were built for, and we just got off track, right? So the good news is you can get back on track anytime you get ready. Can I tell you this? It doesn't matter what anybody says or thinks. What you do with your life is up to you, and what you determine is going to be the outcome backed by the right decisions will produce that. It doesn't matter who says what or does what to you, and you've heard me say this multiple times. There has to come a point in all of our lives where we stop playing the victim card because it's expired. There comes a time where everybody to blame for your misguided behaviors can no longer be blamed on anybody but you, well, Reggie. You talk about this. How do you know it? Because I've lived it. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, I there were there were quirks in me, there was sin in me, there was things in me that were just derailing me every turn of the road. I just, you know, I I just. And I found, my, I found myself in ditches looking for people to blame. And then all of a sudden, I realized the guy to blame was the guy I was looking at in the mirror. Now, listen, all of us are not responsible for everything that's happened to us. I mean, there's contributors to all of our life. There have been people who've done things that they shouldn't have done. They've been, you know, there are situations that have come upon us that we probably didn't deserve. But guess what? That's just life. And I wish it were different, but it's not. What matters is what you do with that. And what matters is can you rebound and can you regather yourself? And are is it really worth it to you to change this life you're living right now with the disappointment that comes with it? Can I tell you the answer is yes, you can. And so a part of this show and a part of the things that are coming out of me And the heartbeat that I have for you today is this. You will not be satisfied with just the disappointments that seemingly hold you captive because of the failures you've had in your life. Get up and get on with it. And you can do that. And I know that because I'm a subject matter expert when it comes to messing up. (laughs) But I'm also here to tell you today that I'm becoming a subject matter expert expert on how to get out and staying out of ditches I put myself in and if you can ever gather that in your head and you can ever walk in that freedom and that joy the peace that passes all understanding will rule and reign in your heart and you'll find life worth living that you've never experienced before I promise you that and if that's what you're looking for you've stopped by the right place this week. And this podcast is built to encourage you, as it's done for me, to really just mount back up, try once again, and if you'll stay committed and focused and make better decisions, life's going to get better. And if you don't, guess what? It's going to stay about the same as you've been experiencing in a place and in a way you don't like. So it's up to you what you want to do with it. uh, But if you'll just pay attention to some of the things that I'm telling you and put them into play, into practice in your life, look, there's nothing good for me that can't be good for you. There's nothing that's happened to me that can't do the same thing for you. The difference is I just didn't care I was going to change. And it doesn't matter who, what people thought or liked. I just was sick and tired of being sick and tired. And so if that's you, you've come to the right place. Today is a very special treat for me. I'm uh Connie and I traveled to I'm I'm at an event here in Dallas, Fort Worth area, tomorrow. Um, and we're RVing it. Remember, I don't know if you know this, my little motto. I've got a little TikTok. If you're not watching, I don't do TikTok, but somebody asked me to do this. So I'm I've got a TikTok that I call you haul, <laughs> we haul see y'all, 12 day tour of my RV first life. And so it's like been really, really fun. And a part of my stay here, you need to look at it because I've really done some stupid things that a first time RV owner probably shouldn't make, but I tend to do that. But anyway, uh, we're in Texas today and I'm back in Burleson, which all of my family lives. And I actually have today on the podcast with me my dad and my sister. And I want to talk to them today about look, they, they have great lives. Both of them do. And, you know, I have a great life now. But there's reasons for that. And not all the time has life always been great. I mean, there's been times where all of us as families and as individuals have had some struggles. And so, I don't really know where this thing's going today, but we're going to talk a while. I want to introduce y'all to my dad. My dad is 88 years old of March 7th, right?
2: Eee.
1: 88 years old. And if you saw him, you wouldn't think it. He looks about 107. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You are
2: <laughs> Boy, you know me well. Yeah,
1: he he, he he's... <laughs> He looks great, and then my sister, my older sister, is that with would be us a today. As well. A little bit older than me, but mm. she's uh, she's with me today, and I'm glad to have both of y'all. I'm glad to be with you. Thank well, you.
3: Hello, glad to be here. I yep. finally made it.
1: That's right. And listen, y'all are the first people I've ever had on this podcast. I, I I kind of like. Well,
3: you did it right.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I finally waited for the right people to see. <laughs> so interestingly enough uh we have in growing up you know we have always stayed real close as a family and i think much of that has to do with dad's leadership in our family Mm -hmm. and really being able to look to him in some really rough and difficult times and know that he hung in there and that he just made some decisions that were quality decisions when You know, it would have been easy to go one way. We went the right way. Mm -hmm. Let me say that again. It would have been easy to go any particular way, but he chose the right way. And at times, I didn't understand it. Did you? I mean, Mm -hmm. there's just things we just didn't quite understand. So let me ask you this, Dad, just to start with. What is it you think's inside of you that has driven you just to do the right thing as much as possible as you could?
2: I my answer to that would be from uh the book of Psalms uh-huh. where it says let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Yeah. Uh-huh. That simply means to me, regardless of what happens to you, remember who you are uh-huh. because it's not you can't change who I am. Uh-huh circumstances cannot change who you are right. or I am. I am who I am and regardless of what happens as long as I don't lose my personal identity, yeah. who I am, what I stand for, and let me add, where I'm going. Right. I must remember who I am so I heard
1: something today uh, that I think is perfect what you just said adds to that perfectly and the, the quote was this no someone no one can take from me what they didn't give me and they were talking this guy I was talking to was talking about his dignity you know he mm. he's like you can't. You can't take from me something you didn't give yeah. to me. He said, God gave me my dignity. Mm-hmm. You can't take it from me. And he said, I can lose it by making decisions. But even some of the rough patches we've been in early in our lives, what was in you couldn't be taken from you because they didn't give it to you. So there was. how could they take from you um, something they didn't give to you?
2: Th- that's exactly correct. Yeah. And as long as we remember that regardless of what happens to us. Yeah. I remember who I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember who you are as a son. I remember you, who you are as a daughter. Mm-hmm. Nothing can change that. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, like, growing up as kids, we saw him as a great example. Has that affected your life, like... Like it has mine going, you know. As we've gotten become adults and raised our own kids and stuff like that. I mean, we 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 face pretty rough situation mm-hmm. growing up. And uh, but listen, we're not special <laughs> when it comes to that. Everybody has things that go on in their life that happen to them that they don't deserve, right. right? And there's a bunch that happened to me and you that. We didn't deserve. So how do you cope with stuff like that? And how do you keep living on and live past it?
3: I think dad was great at making us feel secure in our home to encourage us and cheer us on. And um, he was compassionate, uh, but he, he would never go over or beyond what the Bible had to say, yeah. The Bible called it sin. It was sin, yeah. but he was very compassionate and not judgmental, and I think that was a great foundation to know. I always had security in my father, and what has been great about that is he has been a, a wonderful role model to to model God to me, yeah. my father, God, yeah. knowing that he will be faithful and um, trustworthy and there any moment that I need him. yeah, And so he's definitely done that in our lives.
1: And one of the things that's important to me that you hear if you're listening to this today is if you're a father of children, right? if you have children out there, you have no idea how closely they're looking at you for the thing that my sister just mentioned. And that is a role model that is leading the way, not expecting someone else to change the course of their life. Our security was found in that moment in our dad who was willing to move forward despite a bunch of bad situations and circumstances. Listen, the hardest thing for me when I left for college was having to say goodbye to my father.
3: And your sister.
1: As my father. It was real hard (laughs) for me to say goodbye to my father. Everything else I...
3: (laughs) Don't let him kid you.
1: Huh. Because we were a huge unit, the three of us, and so I, I can't tell you, we talk a lot about a lot of different things in roofing, but one thing that we don't space put a lot of emphasis on is the security that a great family can have, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it, it's just something that causes us to be able to withstand more, and so... If you're hearing this podcast today and you're thinking about giving up on your family because life's been rough to you, you need to think again Mm -hmm. because the lasting value that you as fathers have on your children is yet to be seen. You got small kids, you got teenagers. Stay the course because eventually the well done that they're wanting in their life... Mm -hmm. This life that I'm talking about, a life well lived, we'll be able to reflect back on it and go like, "Hey, you know, Dad was at a place with us one time that, you know, uh, we didn't. I didn't feel like we were really going to get out of this mess, so to speak, but we did. And life started getting better, and it was foundationally just started growing. So anyway, I don't want to, I don't want to run on about this, but you know, I, 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 what are some of the things, Dad, that mattered to you most in life? that you really used to propel decisions you were making.
2: My ultimate goal when we walked through some of our deep uh, valleys was what can I do to remain who I am and not lose my identity because I wanted the two of you to succeed and be happy in life. I wanted you to be able to survive whatever wounds that you had without having to look back and say, uh, we we were lost, we didn't know which way to turn, and we had no direction. I, I was not thinking of myself as being a North Star in your life that never changed. But that's what I yeah. wanted to become yeah. because that's who I was. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes yeah. sense or not.
1: Well, you were a leader to our family and that seems applicable to people in church. I mean, you and Darius have been at this church for what, 30 something years?
3: Seven years, I think.
1: 37 years? Mm-hmm. Wow. And so... You know, that's a characteristic that applies to church life, to business life. Somebody's got to lead, right? Somebody's got to, regardless of the noise around and the traffic that's coming in all directions, the wounds and the hurts and the happy and the good, somebody has got to lead and not be like carried away with an emotion or a feeling or you know, being mistreated. So from a leadership standpoint, Cindy, how have y'all, I mean, what have you learned over the last 37 years about leadership from your perspective?
3: Probably one of the biggest things is that you cannot put your focus on people. Because mm-hmm. for many years, when we first started pastoring at the church, I am tend to be a people pleaser and I wanted everyone to like me and know that they were valuable to me and but rest assured that people we are flesh and blood we are not perfect there's Mm -hmm. no perfection in us but we hurt people sometimes i hurt people i don't want to be hurting them but i hurt them because i'm hurting same thing goes with people toward me but i felt like that uh the, st- the scripture talks about keeping our gaze or our focus on God. Yeah. And that's what I had to continue to, to remind myself. You cannot keep your eyes on people. You've got to keep your eyes on God. Mm-hmm. And as I keep my eyes eyes on him, all the, the emotions, I still have them. It still hurts when there's issues with friends or congregants. Um it's still very hard, but that's part of life. There mm-hmm. there are ups and downs, mountains, valleys. and But I know that through every one of those that God walks right beside me. And sometimes He allows me to fall. He helps me back up. Sometimes He doesn't allow me to fall. Yeah. That's up to Him, but I just have to keep my eyes on Him.
1: Well, see, it takes a special... Um, chemistry about yourself as a human being to me to be able to look past what you were just talking about the noise of people sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad so if you're running a business today Mm -hmm. you're hearing this it's the same thing is the truth is the truth and that is you have as a leader got to step past all of that For the sake of the people, for the sake of your team, for the sake of people that need you and are looking at to you. And if you're the same as they are, meaning um, influenced by every doctrine, every wind that comes your direction, every bad situation and circumstance that you face. If they can't see you as, and this may be the wrong way to put it, but rising above or at least seeing above. I mean, it, it, I think it sets a poor precedence. Do you?
2: Uh, absolutely. I think that, um, let me say it this way. I see my life and perhaps yours and perhaps some who are listening to this in three regards. Number one, I see myself as a periscope, uh, I'm in over my head. I don't know which way to turn, but a periscope goes above the waters mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to see what's going on all around uh, me. Mm-hmm. And so I saw first of all that that I'm a, a periscope. I need it times when I feel like I'm in over my head to be able to have a periscope to look out and see above the water. Mm. Number two, after being a periscope, I become a telescope if I really want to be successful. And that is to not see where I am under the water, but to see where I'm going is out of the water and that leads to the third thing, and that's a microscope. And a microscope is seeing things that you cannot see with the natural eye, but it's the components that make up what's going to help me to reach my star that I saw through the telescope. So I see myself in those three regards, a periscope, telescope, and a microscope. I hope that. Oh, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, too. and so, so if you break those down from a, if you're hearing this today and listening, you know, to me when he was saying that, I'm like a periscope is. You may just feel underwater today for some reason, mm-hmm. just like financially, relationally, spiritually. You just you know you're in over your head. That was just such a good way to put it, but. You have to find a way to be able to look above the depth of the water that's consuming you. And then it moves from a telescope I mean the periscope to a telescope, seeing destination past where you are, and then the brave part of it is being able to get to that microscope scope level, which did
2: what now? Microscope level reveals things that you can't see with the natural eye. Uh it gives you the components that will help you to get from under the water to that star yeah. you saw through the telescope. That's
1: good. And and the fact is, sometimes you get under the microscope, and he may not like what you're yeah. seeing. That's
2: exactly and right. And it
1: may be what you're seeing is puts you under the water, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and
3: it can be discouraging. Yeah. Um, when we look closely at ourselves even to see what part we may be playing and where we are. If it's attitudes, if it's That's right. that we aren't te- uh, treating people the way they should be treated, or in our angst, we are not patient or kind, and um, that is a roadblock for so many of us. Um, but seeing through the microscope really does is helpful. <laughs> yeah. it, can get, it can get you on further in the road.
2: What Without you that, you can never reach, in my opinion, mm-hmm. the star. Yeah. We have to begin looking, not out there, but the telescope of my own life. Mm-hmm. What have I done to it? create where I am today? What I should do to get out. Yep. And that's where I think most of us either determine... Our success, our failure, in being being willing to look at myself, mm-hmm. and being able to say, "Okay, I see what I have to do now, in order to reach the star." that I saw with my telescope.
1: And the problem is people don't... I don't like it. I don't like getting under a microscope on my own self. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to look Who at Who does? Well, Yeah, and I think... So what people do is they brush it off. I mean, I don't know how much y'all listen to my podcast. Probably not much. What's my, the name of it? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yes. <laughs> do and, you have one? And so... But I talk about these things in us that nobody wants to talk about. We don't want... we. They become companions of ours that almost comfort us but destroy us at the same time these resentments and these bitter feelings toward people these insecurities these failures these weaknesses and when you put the microscope on that thing
3: yeah
1: it's not like something i want to dwell on but i think it's required to like to go to the next level of life, so to speak, spiritually or even in a relationship with people, if you don't put yourself under the microscope, you're just not being real with yourself.
3: When you think about a garden, you have to tend the soil. Yeah. And I look at that as like tending my own heart. And if I choose to have bitterness or unforgiveness to someone and I just keep pressing it down, pressing it down and not tend that, that's gonna reproduce in my own heart. Mm-hmm. Seeds are planted in my heart that are g- gonna produce, it's not gonna be good fruit, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. But when I tend to those things that are weeds in my life, pull them up, may have to put some type of poison on them to kill them, get mm-hmm. them out, uh, it re- it, there is pressure that is lifted off of you, a burden or a yoke, yeah. as the Bible talks about, a yoke. Right. Of upon you that you need to get rid of, and but, uh, have you have to choose though to say, God forgive me. Yeah. It's not about what they did; it's about my heart yeah. and what my heart's doing.
2: And and until I do that, and perhaps you as well, until I do, my head's still going to be under the water. Yeah, yeah. because true. I'm putting weights on myself that prevents me. Of having a balloon that will lift me up out of the water, right? And so I need that microscope, and I've had to use it so many times. I broke mine a few times. (laughs) Well, I think some for not
3: using that on me. By
1: the way, well, I think there's some people out there listening to this that have put theirs away long enough. You want to borrow it? You can. I mean, it's just too easy for us to look outside. And around than in us, mm-hmm. right? And so we. To, and I mean, if we can ever come to terms with ourselves first, and are, that's a great analogy, you know, periscope, telescope, microscope. And um, I mean, I've gone on this thing for twenty-four weeks, and I've not said anything that impactful yet. And so now, y'all have had something who hung in there for twenty-four weeks. Now you've got something that you can actually you can actually and My use. name is Cindy and
3: I'll yeah. be taking over next week. <laughs> no, no, I won't.
1: That'd be fine with me. You can have it. Yeah, Girl. you can absolutely have it.
2: Well, uh, could have say yeah, one other yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. It's so uh, difficult for me and I'm not accusing anyone else, but for me to put myself under the microscope. It's Easy for me to put Cindy or Reggie under the microscope and say, well, what can I find out about them? I don't need that. Mm. I need only the microscope on me. What can I do to help me to reach? I use the telescope as looking at stars, Mm -hmm. And, and, and that's where we need to be looking because God has... Good things for you, and he wants you to have it. Yeah, he just wants you to be the one to begin to say, Here's where I'm going, and he'll help you to get there.
1: So, as we kind of bring this thing to conclusion today, I think there's a couple things you need to think about and draw from. The first thing is everybody is going to have times in their life where things aren't well. Mm -hmm. just, it's just going to happen. There's no matter. It's just life. You're going to have ups. You're going to have downs. The hope is that you can plane, continue to plane above the water and keep your head up and just keep moving forward. But if you don't, and you find yourself under the water, and some of you may be hearing this today, way in over your head, as I said earlier, the good news is, you, there's a there's tools available to you if you'll just set your eyes above and past yes. the water you're in today, you can find a way out. But as long as you're sitting there and not really making an effort or a change to do anything with your life, the water is not going away. You've got to come out of it. And so, you know, the just remember those that great analogies like you know you're a periscope, you're a trick what telescope. telescope and then your uh, microscope and the fact of the matter is what you're needing to see change starts with you mm-hmm. and don't be afraid to look deep into you to figure out where things need to the change needs to start because that's probably where you're going to find it well listen i'm glad to be here with y'all today as usual and uh, as always i'm in and uh, you know he ain't bad for 88 years old, is he? I told no. <laughs> <laughs> he can still bring that heat. And uh, you know I, my my hope and my prayer for you is this: that you will not give up that you will not quit, that you will rise above the water that's over your head today Yes, and realize that life can be better than it even ever has been before. But until next week, uh, I I pray you guys blessings on your life. Uh, Find somebody you love and hug them and spend some time with them this week because there's nothing more important than family in your life. God bless you. We'll talk next week.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode of Live Exposed with Reggie Brock. In fact, if you did, go ahead and rate the podcast and give us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. We also would love if you subscribe to the podcast and also shared it with your friends and family. They would probably enjoy it as well. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week as we continue down the journey that leads to ultimate freedom through living the life that you were meant to live.